Hi, all my fellow junkies. This is South Music Attic here, and welcome to the Music Attic 27 podcast, where it's for all music lovers alike. Today, we're going to be reviewing the Eminem album, The Marshall Mathers LP 2. This is the 2013 sequel from his album that was released in the year 2000 of the same name. Having that album to be very iconic and very controversial, yet his most recognizable album with the shocking lyricism that was back in the day and having to be also well received as well with the other albums like the Slim Shady LP and the Eminem show to get a lot of attention as well and coming to this album here being 13 years after the first album was released Eminem was still bringing in that similar energy but expanding his production style to have a little bit of the rap rock production a little bit sampling some well-known rock songs and turning it into Kind of songs that you hear similar to back in the 80s when uh, Run DMC did the song with Aerosmith, Walk This Way, in a similar fashion to it, such as like for Rhyme or Reason or even Berserk and even So Far to some degree. As well as being the same lyrical miracle type of style that he's been known for for quite a while, fitting in with the wordplay, double entendre, triple entendres, and just being the DMC that he is and well known for. Starting off this album would be the song Bad Guy, which is the longest on this album, being seven minutes long, and as well being a sequel to the song Stan, the the point of view of Stan's brother getting his revenge on Eminem due to the prior consequences that happened in Stan. It seems pretty interesting, to say the least, to start off this album from a super sweet, serene beat, and then switches into like this epic grand production into the point of view that this spirit after this similar situation that happened in Stan driving off up a cliff and die from a car crash it seems interesting to go into that little point of view and coming back to the songs that I've said that had the little rap rock sample a little bit in that feeling in this album here seems to be one of my favorite points in this album alone blending in some rock samples as marshall would sometimes blend in and try to sing the same way that the sample is going into for the chorus or just in general that he wraps off to it it seems pretty decent especially for the song like rhyme or reason goes into a little bit of a conversation you may say within the sample saying for the song what's your name Marshall, who's your daddy? I don't have one. And goes on to pretty much talk about his dad abandoning him. Same way that he would go the same way to his mother, but switch it up. And seems pretty cool, especially for other songs that go a little bit more introspective to Marshall's life, having to be like the song Legacy, as Marshall would go into talking about his childhood and how he felt different than everyone else, starting off with the same line saying, I used to be the type of kid that would always think the sky is falling and all that stuff. In all three verses then goes into saying that he accepts it and it's awesome to be different. Especially the line saying, now I think the fact that I'm differently wired is awesome. 
as a reflection to some people that felt different in school. It seems to be kind of relatable and seeing that like, being different is cool in a way. Then other songs that go into the introspective route would be the songs like So Far to be one to be kind of playful or one to be kind of catchy at the same time. For the song So Far samples uh, another rock song by uh, Joe Walsh of the Eagles called Life's Been Good. And pretty much the whole song is pretty much at that time would be when how life is going for Marshall pretty much and funny enough would be that Marshall would go into the same singing cadence that the song that he samples goes into as well especially for this song <laughs> starting off saying I own a mansion I live in a house a king size bed but I sleep on the couch it seems pretty funny and kind of admirable in some cases that he's showing homage to the sample that he's using. And especially for the other song that I mentioned, Rhyme or Reason, goes into the similar idea that he did for So Far, in which he has a similar singing flow to the song that is sampled. Especially for the ending of the chorus as he goes into saying, Cause there's no rhyme or no reason for nothing and it just seems funny to say the most of him trying to imitate the samples vocals a little bit but it seems kind of genuine in some parts to be making you laugh unintentionally and for some parts that he sings would be like the song stronger than i was to be a very motivational way of getting over his relationship in general and uh yeah the saying is it's kind of cringy in a way but seems funny at some points especially for again the chorus seems kind of funny <laughs> it was saying it's I see it's kind of motivational in some points to get away or get over a relationship and stuff, but it seems kind of funny in the way that he's going into it when he says, And if I stumble, I won't crumble. I'll get back up and... Uh! <laughs> then comparing that to the very dramatic, elegant production that you see in that song, it goes under. Seems fitting to it, but... <laughs> I still laugh to it every time. I don't know why, but it still does. And even for some cases that goes to really pull your heartstrings would be the song Headlights to be a very emotional apology letter to uh, his mom. It seems very touching to say the least as he goes into details about him cringing every time he hears the song cleaning out my closet and even to say I still love you from afar even though we had this estranged relationship. It seems kind of touching and for... Nate Russ, the feature on this song, makes it very heartfelt and emotional as he sings about it too. And it seems pretty cool for a song like that on this album here to show Marshall his growth and the mistakes that he looked past that seems to be going into that development and growth in general. Seems pretty cool. And I do feel that for this being a sequel to the 2000s album of the same name, the Marshall Mathers LP, it seems to be pretty genuine in some parts to be either showing off his goofy side or very lyrical side, in some cases introspective in some cases, and being more infused with himself and showing off more growth from the last album seems pretty amazing to say the least. And 
especially for the demons that he had to fight with the legendary alter ego of Slim Shady, such as like the song The Monster with Rihanna, or even the closing track off this album, Evil Twin, goes into that blending of merging of him and Slim Shady. Both of them will go into that topic a little bit more in depth. It seems pretty cool even for having Rihanna for a song, The Monster, fits so well as the chorus was saying, I'm friends with the monster that's under my bed. Get along with the voices inside of my head. You're trying to save me. Stop holding your breath. But you think I'm crazy. Yeah, you think I'm crazy. It seems pretty cool as like Marshall go into it uh, introspectively saying, I wanted to be famous, but I don't want to be all over the headlines and all that stuff. But some cases it happens with fame and it's understandable. And for the closing track, Evil Twin, that goes into it in a similar way that the monster would go into. But it blends in both him and Slim Shady to be the same old offensive style that he did for the song Criminal that was closing the Marshall Matters LP. Seems to be pretty interesting to say the least because the wordplay on this song here is very brutal to say the least on that. I mean he even asked like in the second verse saying who's left that I'm gonna go on and talk shit or diss about and saying like Lady Gaga, Justin Bieber, no, everyone else that I've talked about are already old, like in sync or Backstreet Boys or Jessica Alba and Simpson. It seems interesting in that point. <laughs> and yeah, for some lines are very clever, especially for the the lines that are getting close to the end of the second verse saying, Don't try to fix me, I'm broke, so I don't work. So are you, but you're broke because you don't work. <laughs> it seems pretty funny. That one is very clever to me. It's very funny. I like it. And even closing out this track saying, because we are the same. Then other songs like Rap God has a very iconic fast part in the third verse and the uh you assume I'm a human part in which that you would hear like at the time where like middle schools were hear this album and hear this fast part trying to master it every single time and as they listen to it. Trust me, I was one of those kids that did that part over and over and over, tried to get that fast part down. <laughs> but it was pretty funny, to say the least. And for songs like Asshole to have a very intense beat as it goes on to for the full four minutes that it goes on to for this track, as pretty much Eminem calls himself an asshole. <laughs> Even referring to one of the songs my name is to go into one line saying, thanks for the support, asshole. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Then songs like Survival is the epitome of a workout song that you would hear in everyone's workout playlist. And it's pretty much uh, this album's Till I Collapse, pretty much. And that just say it to make it a fair comparison to it. Then the song Love Game with Kendrick Lamar is very funny and genuine, very witty at the same time. Especially for the ending of this song, having Marshall to conclude it up, kind of saying, I have infinite hate for the game of love, but gets interrupted with a message he gets on his phone, then repeats the line again. Overall, this whole album here seems to be okay for a sequel for a legendary album such as the Marshall Mathers LP. There's some nice songs and nice uh, dense wordplay and lyricism that Marshall's well known for and some features that really fits well in the chemistry that he has with them. It seems pretty cool even though there's like some cringy moments of him singing a little bit but 
seems all right to a certain degree. It seems all right. Some parts are very introspective, very elegant in some cases. Some of them are very goofy and funny. It seems kind of genuine at some points. Seems pretty cool, to say the least. I'm giving this a 7.5 out of 10 off of this one, primarily because, like I said, it's a nice sequel to the album that was released in the year 2000. It was pretty cool, had some nice little references here and there from different songs. Kind of makes it nostalgic to people who were in love with Eminem with that album back then. Kind of seems really genuine in a way to say, oh, this is really cool that he makes different references to different songs back then. It's pretty cool, even though, like I said, has like a little bit cringe with the singing here and there, but seems kind of all right to me. It's pretty cool. And that will conclude this episode for today. Hope you enjoyed it. Hopefully got some new music out of it. Would I recommend this one? I would. It's pretty good. Got a few good songs on it too. If you like this project, great. If not, no worries. I love every single one of you guys. Thank you so much. But remember, this is just my personal opinion based off my personal joint off this project. Thank you and keep on creating little junkies.